everybody. This is episode four of Smithtown Live, and we are at the town hall with Tom Lohman. He is the town councilman for Smithtown. He's in charge of a bunch of different operations and stuff that's happening and the progression of Smithtown. So I want to thank you very much. I'm also here with my partner, Danielle. Excited Hello, to be Danielle. here, Tom. And um, give, us, give us the lowdown. What's happening in Smithtown and what do we have to look forward to? Well, first, I want to thank you both for coming here and, and giving us an opportunity to tell all of our residents in Smithtown what we're doing. Um, you know, we have a, a very robust agenda that we rolled out early this year in, in 2017 and, and going into 2018 when the supervisor took office. And I'm happy to report that many of the things that we talked about that we wanted to accomplish during that ele election cycle, where we we were able to put over the top, and we've accomplished quite a bit. And we talked about you know uh, revitalizing our, our town business districts, and we're well on our way to doing that. We talked about the need, the critical need to have a, a new comprehensive master plan that was all encompassing mm -hmm. of uh, all of our hamlets, so all of our residents and our business leaders and our civic groups could have a say into what they'd like to see in their communities. Uh, we're well on the way to doing that now. We were able to uh, award a bid to a company, H2M, that's going to be spearheading that uh, for us. Uh, we talked about the need to revitalize and recodify our town codes, which were antiquated. They were back from the 1960s. Uh, we didn't have the tools necessary to drive the, the growth that we needed to do. We didn't have the tools to, to really hold some of our property owners in the business districts to maintain you know, their buildings in the proper way. Uh, we've made huge investments uh, into our parks, uh, which haven't seen money in, in many, many, many years. Right. Uh, so we, we've, we've accomplished quite a bit, and there's a lot more that's on the horizon uh, into 2019 and 2020. Yeah, no, it's exciting to see change around town. And, um, you know, I'm a local realtor, so people ask me, what do I do about my taxes? What do I do about this? What do I do about that? And you have to explain to them that, you know, Hophawk's taxes are low because they have business going on. They have commerce coming in. So if we can start these programs and get different areas, get more revenue generated for the town, it affects the homeowner's taxes. And essentially, maybe not reduce them, but puts a stop at them increasing, you know? Yeah, it's, it's very important to, to really get our business districts back up. And, and a lot of the, the things that, that hinge on that our sewers, and uh, you know, we 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 are going to be putting sewers in Kings Park. Hopefully, this uh, this legislative uh, session in in Albany, we're going to have the alienation bill that's required to build and house the pump station in Kings Park. That project is is shovel ready. Uh, the alienation is simply to take a parcel of land, a very small parcel of land, in Kings uh, Kings Park by the Kings Park Parks Department where we can site the pump station that's needed to take the sewer flow from the, the business district and put it into the Suffolk County Sewer Treatment Facility, which is down uh, outside the Kings Park, psyche, you know, the old Psyche uh, Center. So we're happy to see you know, that that gets done. We're ready to do that. We've made a capital investment into uh, the St. James business area. We're putting in a whole new water system uh, in there. There's going to be revitalized that whole area. We're going to be putting in a dry sewer line there too so that hopefully is going to start the process there in st james what we're looking to do there uh, we had received 40 million dollars from the governor's office to sewer kings park and smithtown 
Smithtown okay. is certainly uh, on the <clears> list to do. We, uh, we're working with the county, we're working with the state, trying to find a location where we can take the sewer flow here and bring it to that sewer treatment facility. There's options that are on the table that the supervisor's been in discussions with the county on that and the state, so hopefully we'll, we'll see those things coming. And you did mention the hot hog area. Their rates are, are lower because of the hot hog industrial complex right. and, and the taxes that they bring. If we're able to bring our businesses here, it's not going to necessarily reduce our taxes, but it stabilizes them. And I think right. that's what we, we need to do. And we also have to have building in our community, in our town, to allow our children to stay here. So it has to be an attraction to the town, and and um, and you have to keep businesses in the town. I mean, I know for some of these restaurants down here, it's expensive to run a restaurant because of the sewage that they're dealing with right now. So to have the sewage treatment plants come in, now it frees up a whole entire bill off of the restaurant owner, essentially, and they're able to, to stay and, and run a good operation. Yeah, correct. I, I would say, you know, most of the business owners, especially when you're talking about the, the, the wet space bars and restaurants where they need, you know, the, the, the sewers to, to take care of their dishwashing. Or the and hair salons. Hair salons, yeah. correct. And without having that, they're, they're limited to a very small footprint for their business. So there's no expansion because they can only, say, put 20 or 30 people in their facility. But with the sewers, they're now able to expand out and bring, bring in more patrons into their business, which obviously creates jobs and obviously will you know, create sales tax revenue, which helps goes to subsidize a lot of what's going on as far as running government. And I think that that's important. Yeah. That we, yeah we keep that emphasis on that. Huge. Yeah, definitely. As a local St. James business owner, I definitely, and a mom, um, lives in Smithtown. I definitely see all of the improvements in the parks, so we thank you for that because my kids certainly enjoy it. Um, and as a business owner, I'm really excited for all the things that are coming. Um, we see lots of new restaurants popping up. We see um, new businesses popping up, a lot of small businesses, moms starting businesses. So I think it's really exciting as a parent, as a woman, uh, as a business owner to see all of these things unfold. No, it's, it's, I, I'm excited. Being a lifelong resident of Smithtown for 61 years, I know Smithtown when Smithtown was very much different than what it is today. We probably had about 40,000 people. We have over 118,000 people here. You, yourself, a business owner, have a beautiful business in St. James, grew up here uh, as well. A lot of money wasn't put back into our parks and No, beaches. you kind of felt like it was stagnant for a long time. It, and, and it was. And, and it's, you know, and, and I, Everybody looks at you know keeping taxes down, but when you really look at the town tax, when you make your tax payment, your tax bill, 11% goes to the town, 5.4 or 5.6% goes to actually run your town. The other 5.4 or 5.6 goes to your highway tax. So when you look at your tax bill, 11 cents out of every dollar is going to your, to your town. And this past year, we made significant investments uh, into our parks. We put over $500,000 to gain a park in, in St. James. Mm -hmm. We completely redid that. New basketball courts, new tennis courts, new children's playground, new irrigation system, sides, all, all new lighting. It's beautiful. In there. It's really beautiful. Yeah, and, and that's what I think most of us that live in a community 
that's what you want to see because we as a town we we impact quality of life and you know we're not the state and we're certainly not the federal government where a lot of things that are being done on those level you know impact us all in a much different way here what we can do is to bring the quality of life the, the things that we want in our community we we have a responsibility and we have an obligation to do that to give our residents the best that they that they deserve for their tax dollars and you know I'm happy to say that we are working as a town board uh, in unison to deliver this message to you know and to deliver this product to all of our residents yeah yeah I think it has an effect all the way around not only with the businesses but with the market you know everything when you have a a good flourishing town people are happy they're you know home values go up you know so more people start moving into the area you know and that's what we've been missing for a while is it seems like it's kind of stagnant so you know people are like oh well, what does smithtown have you know so I How think it's great. How do we keep people um, excited and involved with the town? How do we get um, people to back <clears throat> you and all the great things that you're doing? Well, I think really uh, it's such a critical time for our residents. If, you know, if they want to be involved in our town, now is the time. And I say that because we are in the midst, the starting process of putting a comprehensive master plan into our community. That's your opportunity to be a part of it, to come to these town hall meetings that mm -hmm. we're going to have at each one of the hamlets and to get and get involved. Take the survey, speak with your neighbors, get engaged because as as that plan is built, that's going to be the blueprint to drive our community into the future and it becomes a living breathing document. It's updated as of 2019, and as the years go on, it's just like any other business model. Every five years, six years, we may want to tweak it, but we're going to have a professional plan that all of our residents have had a say in doing, to include our businesses, which are key, you know, jobs for our youth, housing for our youth. You know, across the street from Town Hall, we're waiting for that project to start as soon as um, the Department of Health in Suffolk County signs off on it. We're hoping that they're going to start that process. It's going to include, you know, re a residential component in the back of it. There's going to be commercial uh, retail in the front of its stores. So as those things happen, you know, hopefully our children will stay here because there are jobs. The Hop Hog Industrial Park has done a phenomenal job. They're yeah. partnered up with Stony Brook University, mm -hmm. some of the other universities throughout the state of New York to try and keep all bright young children here and then uh, allow them the ability to, if they don't want to own a home, they can at least afford a nice apartment in the business districts, which they all like. They're close to the train station. They're close to all the restaurants and, and, and the shops and the hair salons and the grocery stores. Those are the things that, you know, this is way this country and this, the future of our country is going now. It's not years ago where I just want a home and, and cut the grass. The children of today, they're looking for a different lifestyle and we have to kind of adapt to that and help provide that in, in order to keep our community vibrant. Yeah, yeah, no longer I know I was talking with Nicole the other day, you know, the attitude of NIMBY, no longer, not in my backyard, is gone. You know, so and, and you have to get that off the table in order to have forward progression. Absolutely. You know? We so. have to work together. And, I, and that's what I think, and going back to Daniel's uh, question, I, I think for, for our community to, to really thrive, now I just look at this as such a great opportunity uh, 
uh, for the community to have a say in how they want to see the development of our town. Yeah. You know, all my years that I lived here, we never had that opportunity. So that's something that every resident in this town should embrace. Right. Yeah, I think um, as living here for as long as I have, I felt felt like the older generation kind of ruled the <clears> town. And now you definitely get a sense, um, 35, that it's more about what we're looking for and what we need and our children need to keep the town thriving, like a Patchogue, like a Huntington, keep it going, like a great town. Absolutely. I mean, we, I don't, I'm not a proponent of making Smithtown Patchogue or, or Huntington Sable, but I think no, Smithtown... No, but interest, can, of interest yes. in people. Yeah, and, you, you know, have they, to have an attraction. Yeah. Right. Then we have the theater in Smithtown, and hopefully there's things down the road that we're going to be able to do to help support that. Just like they did in Patchogue with that theater, maybe we can do that here in Smithtown. They have it in Northport. And, you know, St. James, they have a, a wonderful group there um, that's trying to revitalize the arts district there and, and bring the arts back. And, yeah. you know, so there's opportunities to bring a, a, you know, a various amount of culture in, back into our community and mm -hmm. for the young folks. Although I did take what you said about the old people because I have white hair, you know, you, yeah. <laughs> you were referring to yeah, me. Yeah, but your mind is with the newer generation. Yeah, you're, so yeah, that's yeah. What you're I mean. progressive. <laughs> progressive thinking. <laughs>